Football fans, welcome into AfterBuzz TV for Sunday Night Football, the wrap-up. The season is here. Aaron Rodgers and Khalil Mack make big plays, and we have a dandy for week one between Green Bay and Chicago. We're talking about it right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz it's a it's a new season and we are here to talk about not just tonight's sunday night football match between the chicago bears and green bay packers but all the games from week one in an exciting first week of football this sunday what's up evan what's going on brother how you doing good man it's good we are here so thanks for joining us we'll be here every sunday night talking about primarily the sunday night game which tonight was green bay and chicago but Every week it changes, as you know. We'll talk about the whole league and get around there. The game just wrapped up, and it was quite a game to start the season for Sunday night. Yeah, once again, Aaron Rodgers proves he is the greatest quarterback on the earth, the planet, the galaxy, the solar system, Milky Way, Crab Nebula, ever. You got more? That's it, man. I'm I'm trying to think of of things that are far away. (laughs) Other galaxies. I couldn't. Listen, I was running out of astronomy puns and stuff. (laughs) He's great, Michael Rippey. That's right. Aaron Rodgers armed with a brand new contract as the richest player in football, deservedly so. He uh, led his team all the way back tonight. One-legged Aaron Rodgers is still better than your two-legged quarterback any day of the week. Oh, my goodness. 20 for 29, 286 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks. That boy is bad. Michael Rippey, I don't got nothing else to say, man. That's it, man. Take it away, man. Those stats are primarily (laughs) all from the second half. In fact, Chicago gets out to a huge lead in this game. Aaron Rodgers, in fact, we're going to get to it. We'll break it down shortly, play-by-play and kind of quarter-by-quarter. But it ends 24-23, Green Bay victorious. Chicago scores the first 20 points of the game. Yeah, and, they, uh, and, they're, and they're looking pretty good, though. I mean, they go into half 17-0. Not only do they go into se- into half 17-0, Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Has to leave the game early in the second quarter. Chicago is dominating defensively with their new addition, Khalil oh. Mack. Their young rookie linebacker, Roquan Smith. They were wreaking havoc. It looked like Green Bay had nothing going for them. Mm. And so how do we end up where we're now here at a 24-23 Green Bay victory after what we saw in that first half where it looked like Aaron Rodgers may be out for the season at one point. He gets carted off. Unbelievable. It's, it's, it's interesting what happens, though, with, with pass-rushing teams. They, If you hang in there and if it's not a blowout and if it's close, then they start getting tired. And that's that's all that happens. The pass rush is not as potent. That's what happened to the Falcons in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. They came out really hot. They're flying all over the place. Then all of a sudden you're like, why is Tom Brady getting more time? Why is Aaron Rodgers getting more time? Why is he able to bob and weave in the pockets? Because they're getting tired, man. They keep rushing the passer. Eventually they wear down. So if you don't hold on to that lead, things like this could happen. So Mitchell Trubisky, uh, the rookie quarterback last year, now in his sophomore year in Chicago, 23 of 35, 171 yards, no touchdowns through the air, no interceptions, did have a rushing touchdown. That got it started, a two-yard run in the first quarter after a 10-play, 86-yard drive, gave Chicago a 7-0 lead, followed up by then a field goal from Chicago and another touchdown, which was the Khalil Mack 27-yard interception return where he just essentially took the ball uh, from the quarterback, which was uh, quite a play on Khalil Max. His, his second quarter was dominating. Oh my God, man. Chicago fans uh, all over must be excited to have him at the 
same time, I think Oakland fans have already missed him. Absolutely. And he was only in camp for a couple of days, <laughs> and he's already making plays like that. Let us know if you're following us on the live chat or you're watching this during the week. Give us a comment what you think about the show. Give us five stars here at AfterBuzz and get at us on social media. Talk to us not just about all the SNF but all of the football, and we'd love to uh, you know enjoy and add you to the to the show. So that first that first half, I mean, it's so far. Uh, leaning Chicago, that it, even Chris Collinsworth, the announcer uh, with Al Michaels, said maybe that Aaron Rodgers, you know, if Chicago doesn't get another, if they get another score to come out of the half, maybe Aaron Rodgers doesn't even come back in the field. He th- it looked so dire for Green Bay, and then really it wasn't till the fourth quarter where really Green Bay takes over. They score 21 points in that fourth quarter to erase a 23 deficit and turn that into a 24-23 victory. Mm. And it's one of those things where it's like Chris was just thinking that the worst case scenario. We just, when you see somebody get carted off, that's pretty much just the end of the night, just for, as a precaution, mm-hmm. you know. So he was already thinking like long term, like long term health from Aaron Rodgers since he came back from the collar, collarbone injury. So I think it was like I think we were all thinking the same thing, you know. If they get one more touchdown, it's, it's just not worth it. Aaron just Rod- right. So we don't even know when Aaron gets carted off in the second quarter what the the scenario is at play. Will will we see him or will we not see him? We find out after halftime that he's going to give it a go. We learned that from sideline reporter Michelle Tafoya. Mm. And not only does he give it a go, he you know you could tell he's hurt too. He's gimping around, but he's he, they used a really quick, short, uh, just get it out quick. Uh, passing game in that mm. third quarter, early fourth quarter, and it seemed to to give them life. And whatever was going on in the first half totally changed late in the second half. And Green Bay, uh, surprisingly, or not surprisingly, because Aaron Rodgers always pulls out rabbits out of hats. Last year he's had two Hail Marys that connected. Uh, he, we've seen it time and time again, but it always seems insurmountable. And yet somehow, even at the, the, the depths of despair, he... he is able to do it. I don't think 51 and 8 in Lambeau so, Field. So, question, did, did not not just for you, Evan, everyone out there, did Green Bay win that game or did Chicago lose that game? Yeah, that's that's a win because Chicago did what you had to do to, to you look, you, you, you shut them out in the first half. They did everything they needed to do to give themselves a win. Like, they just didn't win. Like, those are those situations where you, you actually, you, you can be beaten. They were beaten. They're beaten by a better quarterback. In in Lambeau Field, like I said, greatest quarterback ever. So don't be don't be mad when you lose to the greatest quarterback ever by a point. But should you be mad when you're up twenty nothing in the third quarter? Not, not with that guy over there. It was a miracle they were up that much. <laughs> count, count your blessings, Chicago fans. You guys are in good hands with Mitch Trubisky. All that hate and all them doubting. He looks like he's all right, don't he? Second year quarterback looks okay. Surprising. Uh, came out really hot in the okay. game. I wasn't too impressed in the second half, but the first half I thought he was in command, in control. He was running a little bit. He was getting the uh, Jordan Howard is running back involved. Tariq Cohen. The offense looked a little adventurous. Uh, it does concern me his accuracy again yep. tonight. Twenty three of thirty five. Not 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 terrible tonight, but over throwing. Uh, wide receivers not even giving them opportunity to make the play you want you'd like to see him and connect on a couple of those and I think that was the difference a little bit tonight uh for rushing for Chicago Jordan Howard had a great game 15 for 82 but caught a bunch of passes out of the backfield five for 25 not huge on the stats and then Tariq Cohen you know the, Chicago has the new coach Matt Nagy comes over from Kansas City he's their offensive coordinator tries to use an inventive offense and we saw some of that a little disappointing debut for Trey Burton world champion of the Eagles at tight end came over a big money contract 
Didn't get to see much of him tonight. He only had one catch for 15 yards. They spread it around. I think there's about eight receivers that caught different passes. So they're getting the ball out. I think uh, they're going to be disappointed by being up 20-3 to on Green Bay in Green Bay. Lambeau, a very difficult place to win, of yeah. course. But when you have a 23 lead, no matter where you are, no matter who you are in the fourth quarter, you got to finish the deal. you just got to close it down, especially in a division game. And it was there. I mean, Aaron was... You know Aaron Rodgers. You can't. You gotta. You you know he can do it. And I think what they're gonna regret the most is not going for the kill shot, Chicago, and just playing in that lead and kind of a prevent. Sort of like defensively, you can play the prevent. I feel like offensively, they were just kind of wasting the time trying to get to the end of the clock and. Uh, time wore out on them, and they were down by one because Aaron Rodgers and his magic took over. Mm-mm-mm, as he does so often. I'm telling you, man, when you get him down, when you get the boogeyman down, you got to kill him. That's right. That dude is a, he is a nightmare. I'm, <laughs> I ain't uh, never seen anything like it, man. And he finishes with 286 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Jamal Williams rushing 15 uh, attempts, 47 yards, nothing great out of him. Uh, Ty Montgomery got two uh, attempts for seven yards. And then receiving the big uh, big guy uh, or the little guy, Randall Cobb, goes for nine, 142 yards. The big touchdown at the end, 75 yards. Devontae Adams gets in the action, five for 88. And Geronimo Allison, five for 69. Uh, what do you think about the little span that we saw of uh, backup quarterback, Deshaun Kaiser. We got to see him for a, a little period there. Did you think anything about that? He was fine, but he just got overwhelmed. That's what they that's what some coaches do when they see uh, they they know a kid like Deshaun, he doesn't get any first team reps. He barely gets any of that in practice, like preseason is whatever. Then so what they do is they they blitz a lot. That's just what they do. Mm-hmm. Like they just blitz, they brought people up the middle, they brought Khalil Mack from the edge, and he was just overwhelmed. There's nothing he could do about that. That's what happens when you trust Aaron Rodgers so much that you don't Develop a, and or or get a viable backup quarterback, like that's what happens, man. And, and, and like he, they, there's nothing he could do. He never, he never sees first team reps, never sees first team practice, never is in first team rotation. Like so, that's what happens when you get thrown into a game with a pass rush that was actually making Aaron Rodgers look foolish in the first half. So that wasn't surprised what happened to Deshaun. I'm, I'm glad he got out there with his life. To be honest with and you, that pass rush that you're talking about making Aaron uh, look a little foolish. We saw Khalil Mack, who just was traded from Oakland. He comes in. He's only been in camp for probably three, four days this week. And he finishes with a forced fumble, an interception, uh, return for a touchdown, and a sack. And uh, it looks like he probably wore out by the fourth quarter, just conditioning-wise. And I think that probably helped alleviate some of the pressure on the uh you know Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay offensively but he was tremendous absolutely and you can only imagine as he gets his conditioning under him how he will improve and that Bears defense stands to improve uh I think Chicago has a good defense on their hands they've got some offensive players uh, but I'd like to see some growth out of Trubisky this year it's a tough division I mean, they're going to have to play two games against Green Bay, two games against Minnesota, and then two games against Detroit. <laughs> Not an easy division to be in, and a tough loss, but one that you can accept going to Lambeau Field. You didn't expect to win. You'd like to win when you're up in the second half like that, but uh, they'll have to see them the next time they play later this year. So any final thoughts on tonight's Sunday night football game? No, everything went uh, according to plan. I just wonder, uh, um, it's looking like a look like a knee sprain. Hopefully it's not more than that. Hopefully it's not some MCL thing or anything like that. It looked like a knee, uh, like a severe knee sprain. Um, hopefully he's okay for, for week two. But when they get, when he gets that diagnosis, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he misses week two. If it, it depends on the severity of the injury. That's the only thing I'm really concerned about. Um, the league's better with great players. So I, you know, I want to see Aaron Rodgers with a big year. And, and Aaron Rodgers is right at the top of the list of great players in the NFL. 
Other games in the big week one today. Anything that caught your mind? You want to start over? Let's go to Baltimore where they crushed Buffalo 47-3. to Yeah, Buffalo's a fraud, though. Um, I knew they were going to get blown out when I knew they were starting. Um, it's the same person they let start over top. My guy, Tyrod Taylor. Nathan Peterman oh, starts. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even go mention that. I appreciate you because I wasn't going to do that. I wouldn't even go listen. I wasn't even going to give him press coverage. I'm right. sorry, but I appreciate you, Rippy. Giving everybody the cold, hard facts. If you want to put them out there, Peterman. I knew they were going to get blown out when he was the starter. He just is not ready. And I don't like talking about any professional athlete being bad at what they do. But as far as NFL ready, he's just not ready. That Baltimore defense is still legit. Still pretty legit. And he was overwhelmed from the start. He is, like, like, listen, y'all should, I don't care if y'all say Josh Allen wasn't ready. He, he's more ready. Well, Josh Allen got some play in this game, and he also didn't look so ready. No. Baltimore rolls Buffalo 47-3. to Another game in the AFC was Cincinnati 34, Indianapolis 23. The return of Andrew Luck, who looked healthy, yep. threw the ball 53 times, completed 39, 319 yards, almost led the team back to victory, uh, came down to the end. Cincinnati had a pick six, returned it for a touchdown. Uh, made the score look a little bit more uh, unreachable. But uh, Cincinnati gets a, a win against Indianapolis. But good to see Andrew Luck, another big-time quarterback in the league, looking better and healthy. Then the first time uh, that I, I can remember this, there was a game that had multiple delays between Tennessee and Miami. Ends up being the longest game in NFL history now because of those two delays. Started at 1 p.m. Eastern. I think it ended somewhere like 8 30 or something p.m. <laughs> Eastern. Pretty crazy. But the Dolphins win 27-20. Marcus Mariota injured in the game. Removed Delaney Walker injured in the game. Gets carted off. So a bunch of injuries in this game. Any thoughts on Miami 27-20 over Tennessee? Uh, they, they eked out one of those gritty games that are just a pain in the butt to play. You, want, you don't want to play those kind of games. It's it's week one. It's like a virtual a preseason game for a lot of these starters. Everybody don't want to play preseason. Everybody want to do away with preseason. That's why there's millions of injuries week one. And everybody wonder why these pulls and these tears and these breaks and all this carting off stuff is because these guys don't get enough reps so I, so I just like to see people get get out of week one man like um safely so and, and one of those games like they they the NFL doesn't want you to do like they don't want to play ties all the way out but they'll play that kind of game all the way out it's like a head scratcher to me you know what I mean like an NFL game to me should never end in a tie and there should be no NFL football game that you end in a tie. Speaking of ties, we had our tie today, right? It's Pittsburgh 21, Cleveland 21. Thoughts on the whole game where Pittsburgh is up big, Cleveland comes back. Both teams' chances to win the game. Both missed field goals at different points in the game. Uh, Pittsburgh got to be uh, disappointed in their outcome. And then you'd think Cleveland maybe uh, originally thought that they didn't have a chance then they come back and then they're probably disappointed because they have a chance to win at the end and then they get uh, their field goal blocked at the, at the end and uh, you know a rainy game mm. an interdivisional game that was tight and then uh, nobody wins you get a tie see that's, that's it's a big letdown it's a letdown for the fans it's a letdown for the league it's like it's one of those things where I, that's and, and then they shorten the quarter now now it's 10 minutes so how, how do you how, how does how does evan resolve the tie you play until somebody wins you play another quarter you just play. Okay. That's cr- I don't listen. You can talk about people getting hurt. No, listen, everybody getting hurt. Like that, if you ask the players what they would want to do, to me, that's how you solve it. You, by a show of hands, do you want to end in a tie where that tie can end up keeping you out of the playoffs? Or do you want to play this until one of us wins and one of us loses? I believe the majority would be with me and say, so let's play this out. This is a good time to ask you guys to join us. Let us know what you think. Should they play a second quarter 
or even throw out their ideas to solve a tie. Give like me some college football where they put it on the twenty-five and they go back and forth. What do you think they should do to improve the ending of the game and the outcome not being a tie? Because I agree, I think ties are kind of uh, yeah. Know. I'm not a rules master, but I just don't want a tie. Give me anything but a tie. <laughs> and oftentimes you hear the guys they say a tie feels like a loss. It's, mm. it's got to feel like that. Uh, so Pittsburgh and Cleveland, twenty-one, twenty-one, six turnovers for uh, Pittsburgh wow. and. Uh, you know, just an ugly game kind of all around. Let's go to Minnesota. Minnesota 24-16 over San Francisco. Kirk Cousinaire starts well in Minnesota as they get the victory. Jimmy G, first loss, 7-1 and now in the career. You knew it would happen at some point. Minnesota, great defense. They turned him over a couple times. And uh, what would you think about this game? My boy Kirk Cousins, man, zinging and flinging, flinging that football. That's right. That's all That's that's all I care about. I've been wanting, literally my dream was to get Kirk Cousins away from Washington. Then that, that happened. Then I needed him with a... Solid offense and a solid defense, and then that happened. So I got my wish. Now, Kirk Cousins, the era has begun. 1-0. Let's go, man. Uh, That's my right. man, man. They win in a division over the Packers. They win in a division. It's over. And, and next week, you're going to have Minnesota and Green Bay. <laughs> right away, get it going next week. Uh, speaking of Washington, those Washington Redskins get a 24-6 victory uh, versus Arizona. Adrian Peterson scores, and uh, Washington under Alex Smith looks good for that first game. Yes. Sam Bradford and that Arizona new era does not look so good. Uh, let's move on to Carolina, 16-8 to over Dallas. And does Dallas miss Des Bryant? Uh, they miss somebody that can catch, um, and and just um, and, and just put fear into the corners and the safeties. If you if you're watching the game, you, there's no fear of the corners. I'm telling you, they're mad. They're locking them up man to man, like across the board. They're like mm-hmm. beat us. Like that's that at least Dez. As much as y'all criticize Dez, at least Dez, you can't just do that with Dez. But it's interesting. It's one of those games where the, the Dallas defense is way better than people think it is. Apparently, they can get they can flat out get after it. 16 to 8? <laughs> 16 to 8. That's right, Carolina. That uh, gets that victory over Dallas. And Des Bryant had uh, a kind of a tweet storm I'm during sure the game. He did. Uh, he's talking about uh, them needing him, basically. He put it out there, uh, a bunch of tweets. Uh, if you want to read it, just follow Des Bryant. Uh, but I, I, I would say. No matter what you really think about Des, I think Dallas could have used anybody, somebody. They definitely could have used the Des Bryant. Regardless if you think he's overrated, underrated, they could have used a receiver like him uh, today against yeah. Carolina because they didn't have enough offense. They lose 16-8. to Let's go to the opposite of a defensive affair where we saw Tampa Bay upset New Orleans 48-40 to in just a, quite a shootout. Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Dirk Cutter, the coach of Tampa Bay, calling him Ryan Fitzmagic. After today, <laughs> puts up touchdown after touchdown, and Tampa Bay rolls uh, New Orleans. Even though it ends forty-eight forty, it was really a blowout. Man, this Tampa Bay team is better than people think they are. Their defense is better. Their offense is better. Deshaun Jackson still has stuff in the tank. He still can beat people over the top. It, it's interesting where this is why you don't act up. It's why you don't become a knucklehead, especially if you're a starting quarterback like as, as like Jameis Winston is. You got to be careful because. Ryan Fitzpatrick is still listen. I don't know, man. One day he can he can. I'm telling you, that dude looks like <laughs> he looks like Joe Montana sometimes. He really does. It's inexplicable. He's had like many games where he's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's one of those things where I'm like, man, you got to be careful, Jameis. I'm telling you, man. Quarterbacks get become expendable quicker than they think they do. 
And you can't just keep acting up, man. You'll lose your job to somebody like Fitz. Yeah. I mean, if, if Fitzpatrick keeps going like this, I don't see how Jameis gets his job back. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick, 21 of 28, 417 yards, four touchdowns today. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Jackson, five catches, 146 yards, two touchdowns. They were getting it going, uh, and uh, it was exciting if you saw any highlights from that one. Then let's go to another exciting game. KC, 38 to 28 over the Los Angeles Chargers. Tyreek Hill had quite a game still can't figure him out apparently um i guess there's no game plan for that kid because i know they had him on the i know they had they probably had like a powwow well let's start with this game plan <laughs> don't kick the ball to that's that's already that's ridiculous I, I don't i don't know i just i think listen i'm gonna put give the love to the punter maybe he was trying to get out of bounds maybe like the elements pushed him back in <laughs> there's no way he was like rationally yeah. trying to kick the tyreek there's no there's no scouting against this guy man the elements in sunny I'm, southern I'm, California. I'm trying man <laughs> i'm trying to get his punter some credit because when yeah. i watched the replay look he kicked it directly to him it, it's <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Tyreek Hill had touchdowns all across the board. I mean, seven catches, 169 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes in his debut as the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, 15 of 27, four touchdowns. They had some gadgets plays, and they looked really good. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers had kicking issues. The same thing, different season. Phillip Rivers trying to bring him back, and uh, his receivers dropping passes. They get close, but then mm. they lose. It's 38-28, Kansas City, who is a team that I'm looking for to do big things i like what i saw to patrick mahomes today and that kansas city offense more to come a fun game was down in uh in new york where jacksonville beat the giants 20 to 15 but we got to see the debut of second overall pick saquon barkley in that offense for the giants uh with odell returning from injury and what'd you think about that saquon had a nice touchdown run looked good the jaguars defense obviously uh top level uh i wouldn't say shut down odell because odell had his he caught his he he caught his yards and and he was there i mean he was playing and you know the giants had a chance to win come up a little bit short by that jaguars defense making a play what'd you think there um, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Saquon was grinding for a while. He, they had him pretty locked up. When you can break one loose against Jacksonville, you're doing pretty well. He's this literally is his first real game because that preseason is, is adorable, but this is the real game. And that Jacksonville defense and that team is still good. Uh, G- the Giants still can't find ways to score, um, even with OBJ. It's yeah, you got to score more than fifty. You, you just have to. And the thing is, like I said, Jacksonville is still the real deal, man. They are. They're, they're still going to be a pain in the butt. I mean, and Jacksonville wins with their defense. Leonard Fournette, the running back, was hurt in the second quarter of this game and missed the rest of the game with a hamstring issue. Something to watch and monitor. Preseason. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like a preseason. Hamstring pull? Like <laughs> Another player returning from a, a massive injury at quarterback, Deshaun Watson, for the Houston Texans, made his uh, season debut in New England where the Patriots win 27-20. to Rob Gronkowski looked incredible. Uh, the Pats' offense looked like they always do. And then on the flip side, Deshaun Watson, you could tell that either he hasn't had enough reps coming back, but he didn't look like that uh, style, that uh, amazing playmaker that he was when we saw him last season for the eight or nine games. I think it was seven or eight games. Uh, I think that will come back, but today he looked off. Yeah, um, the league catches up with you. Uh, Bill Belichick spends hours and hours and hours like analyzing games, especially when he put up that great performance last year against the Patriots. Wasn't going to let him do it again. Yeah, he just wasn't. He just he won't he won't let you do it. He just yeah. will not. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and it still was an amazingly close game. They still had a chance at the end, just ran out of time. It, it was it's, it's good to see the young man have a little bumps and bruises, man. You can't just keep you can't just always have success in the league. You want to be humbled and then you want to adjust. And so I think and he's a, he's a great young man. So this is going to be a good learning experience. Week two will be awesome to see how he responds and finally we finish up with uh 
the Denver Broncos, 27 to 24 under Case Keenum, beating the Seahawks. Uh, Case Keenum, nice day through the air, got his receivers in, involved. Emmanuel Sanders had a really good day. Demarius Thomas with a touchdown reception, and Case Keenum goes for 329 yards through the air, three touchdowns in his debut as the Denver Broncos quarterback. It's a great, it's a great uh, week for a football to see people's moves actually working out. Like I don't want the storyline to be well, so and so shouldn't have traded this person. This like this has all been working out. It's it's the uh, the Case Keenum, Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith, Mahomes. Like this is like working out for teams. You know what I mean? So it's good to see all the teams being like happy with the moves they made. You know, right. Khalil Mack going to Chicago. It's looking pretty good. We'll see what happens with Oakland tomorrow. So tomorrow, that's right, if you're if you're here now, you know that tomorrow, Monday Night Football, it's actually a doubleheader in week one where we'll start with the Detroit Lions and the New York Jets and then followed by the Los Angeles Rams against the Oakland Raiders. And John Gruden will return to the sidelines for the Raiders. That should be something to uh, look forward to. Uh, what did you think about week one of the NFL uh, action in general? It was awesome for the games that I caught and, and the things that I watched. Like I said, it was just, I hate the injuries. I always hate when, you know, great players get injured. It kind of skews and puts asterisks besides people's careers and, and um, the records and stuff like that. And, but um, I loved it. Anything surprise you or any team surprise you? I think I'd have to Tampa say, Bay. obviously, Tampa Bay, right? They're way better than I thought they were. Like, it's not even about the quarterback play. Like, that team... It's, man, they're talking about New Orleans going to the Super Bowl. Like that's they a Super were. Bowl that's, favorite team, and I'm sure they still are. But Tampa Bay put it on them. They did. Like this stuff, or New Orleans, it was garbage time. That's garbage time, like coming back desperation stuff. Yeah. Like Tampa Bay, man, good luck. That offense and that defense. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't know I was that stout the defense wise. I'm, I wasn't paying attention. It's Tampa Bay, you know. That's, that's definitely the surprise. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think. What was your surprise for Sheesh. week one? Let us know. Social media. Let us know in the comments. What what kind of segments would you like to see moving forward on this? So week two of Sunday Night Football, it gets serious quick for these teams, too. It's an NFC East battle where Dallas Gosh. and the Giants, two bitter rivals, will take, uh, you know, they'll, they'll match up next Sunday night at Jerry World in Dallas. And both teams... Losing today, zero and one, makes next week's game even more important. You can't, you know, you don't want to go zero and two. No, uh, Dallas wins that game though. We're call, taking Dallas, calling it already. All right, there y'all you hear go. first. I'll be here next Sunday if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so Evan is taking Dallas, yeah. next Sunday night to beat the Giants. Yeah, man, that defense is stout. Have fun. Ooh, that front seven. Woo. My bad, Dallas. I apologize to you and Tampa Bay. I didn't know y'all was still rolling like that. They was getting after Cam, man. Jeez, I'm sorry. Do you think it's going to be low scoring? Um, I don't know, but I know Schefter, he's never wrong about anything. He's like a sage. So we you're talking about Gregory being suspended, that's probably going to happen. If, okay. if Schefter speaks it into the universe, hide because he's always right. <laughs> if he mentions your name negatively, you will be suspended. <laughs> and, I, and I guess um, storylines that we're looking forward to after week one going forward, we have to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers and, and is he – uh, injured more seriously than just uh, you know a severe you know knee sprain or something he can play through. Will he miss time? Not just hmm. are we talking about Aaron Rodgers, but we could be talking about Leonard uh, Leonard, Leonard Fournette. Uh. We could be talking about uh, it looked bad for Delaney Walker in Tennessee, and then also Marcus Mariota. So we need to see some of these injuries. What happens yeah. with these teams, especially with a Rod because he's going against Minnesota, and they can get after you, and that's the team that put him out. So we all know there is a lot of stuff going on there. That's in the back of Aaron Rodgers' mind, no matter how fearless he is. That's in the back of his mind. That collarbone break. And and so we'll see. Like I said, if he's not ready to go, they won't start him. 
That's right. So next week, Green Bay stays home at Lambeau, and they will take on their division rival. The Minnesota Vikings come in with your boy Kirk That's Cousins. That's my man right there, Kirk. That's right. And then <laughs> on the flip side, the Chicago Bears play another primetime game. Surprising they'll start two uh, games in a row primetime. But wow. they'll be home next Monday night to take on the Seattle Seahawks. That's a very interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. Like. So it'll be Seattle at Chicago next Monday night. And it'll be Minnesota traveling to Green Bay. If you are a fan of either of those teams and watching tonight's Sunday Night Football, that's where your team will play next week. But on Sunday night for us, we will have Dallas and the Giants. And we'll be recapping that and the whole week that has happened in week two, where can they catch you on social media? Evan? Oh, Evan T. Mac, Instagram and Twitter. And you can catch me on social media at Mike Rips, M-I-K-E-R-I-P-S. My name is Mike Rippy, and we will be back next Sunday night. We're always down to talk football with us, so join us on social media, join us in the comments and the live chat, and we'll see you next Sunday night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.